0: Struggling with loneliness after the death of your spouse? Join us at the free Purpose Reimagined online event from May 30th to June 1st. Learn from grief and widowhood experts on how to rebuild your life after loss. Visit widowsquad.com to register and start your journey to healing.
1: You're listening to the Widow Squad Podcast, the show that helps widows create a fulfilling life after loss. Join hosts Jen Zwink, Kim Murray, and Melissa Pierce as they share expert tips, resources,
2: and advice to help you get a grip on your grief and learn how to thrive. If you're a widow, this is where you want to be. Hey listeners, it's Jen here, joined by the wonderful Kim Murray and Melissa Pierce. Welcome back to another episode of the Widow Squad podcast. Today, we're diving into something a little different, but deeply empowering. We're talking about crafting a bucket list post-loss and embracing new experiences. Trust us, it's about way more than just ticking boxes. It's about rediscovering joy, hope, and purpose. So let's get started with Melissa. Start with you.
0: Oh, bucket list. I never really thought about it. I never really had one. I think you kind of have these fuzzy ideas in your mind of what you want to do, what experiences you want to have. Um, but I didn't really, you know, with Dave and I, it was us. It was we. What do we want to do? Where do we want to retire? Where do we want our kids to go to school? You know, where? And then when he died, there's this void and this big blank screen of like, I don't, I don't know. I, do I want to camp anymore? Probably. I don't think so. (laughs) You know, do I, you know, so just this adjusting or readjustment of what experiences do I want to have? And do I want my kids to have? And that's daunting because it's, yeah, it's a blank screen in front of you. All those, uh, those things, those we experiences are no longer. the one thing that I really wanted to do was make myself feel better because I felt so bad and crappy and awful. I started digging into vision boards. I know you. You, I know you two have heard of those. We've done. We did a vision board uh, workshop in the Widow Squad. I've done quite a few vision boards, and when I go back to them, I, I keep them. Um, when I go back to them, I'll be like, "Oh my gosh, that happened! That happened! Wow! I didn't even because it's really it's a vision of your future." Whether you believe that it's actually going to happen or not, but it's something that you want. And it's also an expression of how you want to feel. So I really dug into, you know, crafting vision boards and making myself feel better. And one of those things that I always wanted to do, even as a little kid, but I never did, was um, tap dancing. I always thought it'd be cool to tap dance, but I never took classes or anything like that. So that was kind of a bucket list thing. I don't have a list on the refrigerator of all the things that I want to do, but I just kind of opened up my, my life and my mind and my vision to what will make Melissa feel better because I feel like ultimate crap right now. So just, I was just open to any experience. And so I got into tap dancing I did a lot of, oh, just searching, and reading books around. I say woo-woo a lot, but spirituality. I started digging into. I wanted to be a more spiritual person. I wanted to connect with 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 Dave and the people that passed on a on a deeper level. So those were kind of like, if you call it like a bucket list type of thing. I just wanted to make myself feel better, so I was open to anything and the wackier the better you know it seemed to to make me feel a lot better so travel I have um, some things on my bucket list around travel I really want to go to Iceland <laughs> and sit in the blue lagoon the hot springs water you know so I have these things on my vision boards and I think it's, it's a really great way to just visualize what you want and you put it somewhere where you can see it every day. I use, I have it in my kind of office setup, So I, I, I see it every day and I see all the things, how I want to feel, things I want to do, what I want to experience. Um, living abroad is something that's on my bucket list, but honestly, yeah, I didn't really have anything before Dave died. I didn't really have a vision for me myself. And so when he did, I really had to come up with that. And, um, it's scary, but it's also exciting. You know, you can be scared and excited at the same time. And it it was really it kind of took me to a place of where I really got to know myself a lot better with asking myself the questions like, what do I want? What do I want in my life? What do I want to experience? What are what what types of things do I want on a bucket list? I don't know. It was really empowering. I just for me because things surprised me. Things came up and I would ask myself that question. I'm like, oh, that's people might think that might be strange for me to do, but I think I might want to do that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The bucket list kind of takes the pressure off you to make Mm -hmm. the how happen. It's just, you know, something you want to do. You don't, yeah, you don't have to know how it's going to, or even if it comes to fruition, it's just the dreaming part. The what, what do I want to do? What sounds fun to me? And that's really all it is about is just making those, you know, initial dream lists of what could be possible.
0: Yeah. It's kind of transformative because, you open yourself up to new experiences. And I believe that, so in my brain, when I open myself to new experiences, I'm creating new pathways Mm -hmm. in my brain. And it's also maybe kind of not giving the energy to those old pathways, those old, those voices that are telling you, no, you can't do this. You're not enough. You're not worthy, whatever. No, I'd rather expand my, you know, have new experiences, new transformative experiences to open up those pathways and really I don't know, it builds confidence, at least for Mm -hmm. me, experiencing new things and dreaming and actually taking steps towards those dreams really built my self-confidence and my self-esteem because that took a nosedive, you know, as we all know, Mm -hmm. self-esteem and self-confidence takes a huge hit um, after the death of your partner. So yeah, it was just kind of fun to, to kind of think about new adventures, new experiences. What about you, Jen? Do you have like a bucket list?
2: So I actually did have a bucket list, <laughs> uh, an actual list of things that I wrote down. Now, I didn't start this until probably almost a year, I guess, after Brent was killed. So my bucket list started when Claire started going to this little preschool. and It was a fantastic school. I mean, it was, it was great. She started to learn geography and she started to learn about all these different cultures and places around the world. And she would come home with these amazing art projects and things that she had worked on. She came home with this big poster board thing, all about China. It had like the Great Wall of China. She's three. She has no idea what she's talking about. But she would come home and we would have these conversations about all these places that she was learning about. And I, I would she, she would say, I want to go. I want to go to China. Let's, you know, I want to see the Great Wall of China. And I want to do this. And I want to go. to Paris. I want to, you know, all these different places. I started to think like, baby, you want to, you want to go to Paris? Like, let's go to Paris. Why not? (laughs) So I started to make a list with her and actually I have it somewhere. So her messy little handwriting, we started to write all the places that we wanted to go. And it's so cute. It's in crayon somewhere. I'll have to pull it up. Anyway, great wall of China. She wants to see all of these things. I actually started to do it. I actually started to book these things and take her all of these places. And I know that I've talked to you guys about this before, but incorporating, bringing Brent with us in some kind of way. So we had all of his shoes. He had like 40 pairs of shoes. My thought was, okay, why don't we book these places, go on these trips, do these things together. And it's like, we're taking him with us. We would take his shoes with us. And all of these places that we would go, we would leave a pair of his shoes or leave one shoe, or we've been to Berlin. We, you know, we've been to Disney World for the first time for her, you know, all these firsts for her, that we could take him along with us on our bucket list adventures (laughs) together. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
0: Feeling stuck in grief? There's a path forward. Purpose Reimagined is a free three-day virtual event where widowed folks learn from top experts about overcoming loneliness and gaining confidence. Don't miss out on rekindling some hope. Go to widowsquad.com now to learn more and join us from May 30th to June 1st.
2: So it was a wave to honor him and take him with us. It was also building up my confidence, the fact that I could do these things and that I was doing these things. And I kept telling myself, I don't want to live scared. And I don't want to think that I can't do these things just because he's not here with me. So I was taking these big, brave steps, trying not to overthink it and Talk myself out of it like we tend to do. I was just out there doing the thing. You know, I'm like, I'm booking it, I'm doing it, we're going, trying not to get scared about it, which we do. I mean, it's scary the things that we're having to do now on our own or with little ones in tow, you know, because the loss that we have, Melissa, it's just like you said, it takes a toll on our self esteem. It goes away. We just totally stop believing in ourselves. We don't think that we can do these things we tell us why, why am I even bothering doing this? It's I'm not important enough to even bother doing this. You know, we just talk ourselves down to where we stay in the same place and we stay stuck and we don't live an expansive life like we should be doing. We're not living it to the fullest. We talk ourselves out of these things. And I just said, I am not going to do that. I just made a decision. I said, I am not going to do that. One, I think it's really important to just make a list. Just start writing it down. We talked about journaling before, but this could be part of a journal exercise that you do. Make a list. The simple act of making a list is going to open up your imagination. It's going to open up your curiosity. It's going to open up this world of wonder that's still inside of your head. It's still there. So go with it. Write those things down, things that you, you know, never really, really thought about. But now that you're sitting there with this piece of paper in front of you, you, you start thinking like, oh, I wonder, you know, maybe that would be fun. And it doesn't need to be all about travel. I'm try I talk about travel because that's my thing. But when you're traveling, you're also learning a lot of new things and a lot of what I, I feel like is important in growth, uh, expanding yourself is learning things. So maybe you want to learn how to surf then book your trip to Costa Rica and go learn how to take surfing lessons or whatever you could put on your bucket list. I don't know with some other things, swimming with dolphins. That could be another one. You could, Oh, I talked to one widow in our group, but she joined a local theater. She decided she wanted to be in a play. She had never been in a play before in her entire life, but she was like, you know what? This could be fun. This could be a really fun, different opportunity for me. She joined this local theater and she had a blast. Like She was learning these singing numbers. She's like, I can't sing, but I'm doing it. It was on, it was on her bucket list. I'm going to be in a play. And she was, she did it. I mean, what else is there? God, there's so many things. Get a tattoo. Well, community
0: Community theater is great. Like oh my that. gosh. And yeah. It's well, awesome. and then you
2: and then you're also expanding your friends, right? Your right. friendship circle opens yes. up. There's so many benefits to doing that. You're a part of something. You become a part of a group, a community, mm-hmm. more support for you. I love that idea. I love that idea. Put it on your list. Meet a famous person that you admire. That's kind of cool. <laughs> you know, why not? I don't That's know. It's not bad. Things that you um And just start to dream about, you know, imagine. And what's nice too, is that it is personal. It's all about you and kind of getting to know yourself again and what would be fun and what would be exciting for you. I think it's really important, one, to just start making your list, first of all, just get started there. But two of course, there's the follow-up. Start doing these things. Start taking some action. Put things on your calendar. Put something on your calendar that you can look forward to that's going to motivate you and keep you going. We're just trying to move forward, right? And move forward, why not, with some excitement and things that you love. So take some action. Get those things on your calendar. Start living an exciting life. I just love this topic, you guys. I could go on and
0: on. Yeah. well <laughs> but it's anyway. cool to also can connect the dots and like so say you've got this bucket list or you have a vision board or whatever, and then you come back to it in the future and you look back and like, "Wow, I did that. I did that I did that thing that I thought was impossible. It's a huge confidence builder. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. However, however big or small or whatever, if you put something like it's a dream board you're like, oh, I don't know if this is attainable, but I'm going to put it on there. And then you look back on it a year or two later and like, wow, I did that. I can't believe I did that. So
2: Kim, what about you?
1: I like the idea of doing a vision board for the bucket list. I've done vision boards before, but now I'm thinking in my head right now, like, well, I could just do it for strictly like my travel wishes or strictly for, you know, some of those other personal growth type things. So that's something I hadn't actually thought of before, but I don't write down a bucket list. I don't have a list, an actual list, but I think we we literally started a bucket list when right after Mark died, because he, one of his bucket list items was to go to Alaska and he never made it to Alaska. So after he died my kids and I went to Alaska and we took his ashes with us. Some of his ashes, we spread his ashes in like five different places, but we decided to take some to Alaska. And I wasn't really sure what that was going to look like. And I could not book this Alaska trip myself. So we ended up going with a tour group. So we went with Backroads tour group, which was phenomenal by the way. And uh, I just wanted somebody to plan everything for me. And they did, which was an awesome trip. But I told the boys, let's take the ashes. I don't know where we're going to put them. I'm not exactly sure where we're stopping on all these stops on our on our group tour, and I just said I think we'll know when we see it. We'll know that it's the place. So that's kind of how we went into it. We're just going to take Dad's ashes and decide what to do with them when we get there. So we were doing a hike to a lake called Tarmigan Lake, and it is gorgeous. Everything in Alaska is gorgeous, by the way, but it was like we not a very long hike. It was going to be three miles up to this body of water. But as soon as we got up past through the brush and the trees and everything, we just kind of all looked at each other like, this is the place. This is where the ashes have to go. So we did. We put We put some, and people didn't know what we were doing. We kind of had to like go off in a little alcove somewhere because I don't know what the rules are. I don't really care, but we're going to be putting some ashes over here. So we didn't tell anybody what we were doing. We just went off on our own. And that was a very memorable moment for us, right? Like this was something your dad couldn't see. We're here now standing on this beautiful lake and we're going to put some of his ashes here. So we had a phenomenal trip. Everything was amazing. I'm so glad we went. I'm glad that I had somebody else plan up for me because if I tried to do that myself, it would have never worked the way it did with this group. But next year, next summer, I'm taking the kids back to Alaska because that will be the 10-year mm-hmm. anniversary of Mark's death. So mm-hmm. I'm already planning to go back to Tarmigan Lake. We're going to kind of recreate some of our steps. And that's, you know, I guess another bucket list idea for me because I just want to, we're not going to go back every, you know, 10 years or anything, but I thought this would be a good time to revisit what we did. And we I took a picture of Tarmigan Lake when I was there and we put his ashes in. So when I got home, I had that picture turned into a watercolor painting. And so wow. I have that framed uh, cool. and I had it in my office for a long time. Now it's in a different room. But when I look at that, I just think about obviously that's where we put Mark and that was our part of our Alaska trip. So that, that was pretty, pretty amazing. And I loved backroads so much that we ended up going to a Yellowstone trip with them two years after that. You know, I highly recommend group tours if if that's your thing. This these are small, it was like six families. So it wasn't anything it wasn't we weren't riding buses and you know taking hundreds of people on a on a tour group, it was more intimate and very well planned. So I absolutely loved it. But anyway, when I think about what some of my bucket list trips are now, I my travel would be my bucket list. I like all the personal growth stuff, but if I'm really talking about things that excite me and light me up, it's going places. So Fiji's definitely on my mm-hmm. on my list. And I always say to my husband now, Tom, I'm like, we're going to go to Fiji, but we have a dog. And so we kind of have to plan for the dog. And so she's kind—I of, don't know that we can do Fiji in the next couple of years. No, she's done a little bit on the older side. So maybe when she she's gone, we could maybe do Fiji and take some time, just a couple of weeks, to just you know go do whatever we have to do. But right now, my travel is a little bit limited.
2: I can what? puppy sit. Yeah, yes. come on up.
1: Come on up. Well, we Let's could have other people puppy Yeah yeah, so that that's the only that's one thing when you have pets is you have to think about the pets before you go on the trip. So I do envy the people that don't have that holding them back, which which we do, But that's okay because we love her. so i've I've been to Europe before. So after college, when I graduated from college, I lived in London for six months on a work visa, and I backpacked through Europe by myself for five weeks after I got done with the work visa. So I've been all through Europe, but I want to go back as an adult, a mature adult who's not sleeping in hostels and in train stations and eating bread and water for sustenance every day. I have a lot of places I want to go back to to see from a different perspective now. I feel very fortunate that I've been able to travel a lot in my life. I've seen a lot of things in a lot of places, but that doesn't mean I don't want to go back and revisit them in a different time of my life, in a different stage of my life. So there's lots of things that I want to do that would would definitely be travel related. I think about doing trips with our, our widow friends our members i know one just came to mind for me well i'm thinking about it all the time even the tours that we talk about too some point that'll be in our um, agenda of of things to do because there's a lot of options for widows to travel solo i know that that's a big fear i get that Mm -hmm. that's a big fear but there's so many organizations and so many travel companies that cater to solo travelers and and or widows that the fear of that is really a non-issue i mean you can still go you, and you,
0: women, yeah. And women. Mm-hmm, There's mm-hmm. plenty
1: of ways to travel on your own. Even back roads that I was just talking about. They do have trips for, for couples and solos. So even though a couple might be on your trip, there could be some solo travels on your trip too. So I think about that. I'm like, you know what? Maybe if Tom stays home with the dog, then I'm going to go on a you know, a solo I trip know. somewhere and do something else. Yeah. So no, I'm, right. I'm going to do a few more things. He's not as much of a traveler as me. He likes to do things like that, but I'm way more adventurous. I would go yeah. way more places than, I mean, I want to see, you know, I want to do Iceland too, mm. Melissa. And, uh, yes. you know, let's, let's go to
0: Iceland th- together and sit in the sit in the uh, thermal waters. Let's and look do at it. The, the, what do you call it? Aurora Borealis. Yes, <laughs> I definitely want to do that.
1: Yes. Yeah, there's just, there's a lot of ways to talk yourself out of things I talk myself out mm-hmm. of things all the time but you know to your point Jen just go do the thing. And yes. so this is what I have to kind of remind myself of right now. I'm an empty nester. My kids are adults. They're moved out. I have the time. I can do it. So I need to start doing it. Now mm-hmm. I talk myself out of it cuz I have this to do and that to do and something's coming up and this is coming up and that's coming up. I need to stop doing that. So I'm on a I'm making it a very concerted effort for myself right now to start learning about, you know, doing what I want to do even if that means, you know, taking separate trips sometimes from your husband. That's okay, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we can do that. We can take trips with our widow friends. We can take trips with our girlfriends. We can take trips alone. Like I said, travel by myself enough times that I'm not I'm not concerned about going somewhere that I want to see because not everybody wants to do the things that you want to do. You can't right. always find someone to go with you to some of the places you yeah. want to go. So yeah. either go by yourself or hook up with a i you know, with a travel group. Now, the tap dancing thing, Melissa, I'm going to tell you that, that's, getting, <laughs> that's very intriguing to me. And it was so funny because um, Tom is part of a networking group and one of the ladies in his networking group owns a dance studio here in town and she teaches tap. So I thought this is the universe now.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's telling fun. You.
1: Yeah. So I was like, now I know someone who owns a dance studio that teaches tap. I'm like, I maybe wow. should think about doing that. So that might be that might be it, something i explore. It, i'm so it intrigued. it is super
0: fun. it is it is so it's it's the best way that i know to keep to keep yourself present because oh yeah. you have to be you can't be thinking about what happened last tuesday or what you're going to eat for dinner tonight. you have right. to like because you want to still still be upright. And not yes. fall on your butt. So it's yeah. I don't know. And it's super fun and it's happy. I mean, it is a joyful exercise. It really is. Yeah.
1: Well, part of this, you know, get your cognitive functioning mm-hmm. firing too. So I think sometimes when we become too stagnant or too afraid of a lot of things, we just we're not using our brains to our fullest capacity. So stuff like that, you're using your brain. You're planning a trip, you're using your brain. Mm-hmm. You're whatever, you're using, you know, creating those neural new neural pathways and just making a new experience for yourself. So it's all super super fun, but embracing the fear of the unknown, that's kind of big. It's it's not easy to do. Doable, but not easy. We're all afraid. So anybody out there that's listening that thinks they're afraid, you're not the only one. We're Mm -hmm. all afraid of trying these new things and doing these new things. But sometimes that fear of, before the event happens is way worse than what happens after you take that step. So I think, you know, fearing, embracing the fear of the unknown is a, is a big deal because, you know, you step out of your comfort zone, that's where you grow, right? So that's, you don't grow inside your comfort zone. So if you want any kind of personal growth at all, you gotta be afraid and you gotta step out and you gotta do the thing that seems almost impossible to do, but certainly
0: isn't. So absolutely. And I love the idea um, because I think about that too. And we've talked about like a group trip or, you know, we've done a retreat before, but before the pandemic, I was seriously planning a, a trip with a widowed friend of mine and another gal to do the Camino. Oh, yes, we had to do
1: that. The Camino de
0: de Santiago. Um, And we were going to take the Portugal route. There's multiple routes you can do. And we were looking into, there are, you know, you can get van support or kind of a supported trip just for women. Mm Mm-hmm. And because it's like, I don't know, I've never been to Portugal. I don't know what this looks like. What kind of backpack do I need? All the things. Mm So um, we were looking into doing something like that. And just what a powerful um, hike and walk that would be. I um, want to do that to do it. so bad. Yes. That, has, that has
1: to be on our collective mm-hmm. widow squad bucket list because mm-hmm. that would be amazing. That'd be yeah. to pretty, do as a group. pretty
0: powerful. Yeah, let's so, let's get
2: it on the calendar, ladies. Let's, let's yeah, let's get it on the calendar. Yeah. yeah,
0: get on the calendar. Work backwards. That's what we're backwards. Say. That's right. Yeah, we're afraid, backwards. but
2: we're going to do it. We're going to figure it out. We always
1: figure it out. We'll figure we it do. out. We do. We always do. And that's you know, this the key is mixing the personal adventures with other opportunities. You've got adventure. You've got hobbies. You've got dancing. You've got travel. You've got Uh, volunteering. You could Mm volunteer. That could be on your bucket list. I am going to, at some point when my schedule slows down, I don't know when that'll be. I'm going to do meals on wheels. Okay. That's what I want to do. One of my bucket list is meals on wheels. My grandma used to do it when I was little and she would take me on all of her, Oh, she would deliver the meals. Yeah. And there was a woman that she would deliver meals to who would give us, who would bake us uh, zucchini bread and banana bread. So I'd go see my grandma every summer. And then we would go back to this lady's house and she would have zucchini bread for me. So oh I, anyway, these, we have to help our elderly. So I keep mm-hmm. thinking I'm going to do Meals on Wheels at some point. I hope that things slow down sometime where I could do some Maybe. Meals on Wheels. We, Maybe. We
0: will. We'll, we make our own schedules. Maybe.
1: I don't know. I could do that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so. Bucket list isn't just, you know, about checking off items or, you know, ticking the boxes. It's just about evolving Mm -hmm. as a person, right? We're all trying to be better versions of ourselves. And sometimes we can have fun doing that by traveling or learning a new hobby or volunteering and helping other people. So Mm -hmm. anyway, I think this has been a really good topic. And I hope it gives other people some ideas about things that they can do because we sometimes, like I said, talk ourselves out of doing things before we talk ourselves into it. So. We don't need permission from anybody to do any of these things. We get to go do them. So I think that's a wrap for today. Uh, We hope our stories inspire you to explore your own dreams, no matter how big or small. Remember, every tick on that bucket list is not just an experience. It's a testament to your resilience and strength as you march forward on your widowhood path. So start dreaming and start living. And hey, if you found today's episode enlightening, please share it. Let's grow this beautiful widowhood community together. Until next time, take care and keep embracing those new horizons.
0: We hope that this episode of the Widow Squad podcast has left you feeling supported, encouraged, and empowered. Remember, you're not alone, and there is a community of widows ready to welcome you into the Widow Squad membership. And if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, take care of yourself. If you're looking for ways to cope with loss and start rebuilding your life, the Purpose Reimagined event is here to help. From May 30th to June 1st, join us and many other grief and widowhood experts for a transformative online experience. It's completely free. Register now at widowsquad.com and start finding your way back to hope.